morning it's babs rose ivy you know it's friday morning 10 o'clock and you know this is love babs love talk so my girlfriend my new girlfriend my new found sister friend ann hartman masaro is here today now she was on um my sister friend mubaraka ibrahim's show mornings with mubaraka and that was a serious conversation now we're gonna have a serious conversation but it's a little more madcap over here She's a little intimidating. Her knowledge of the electrical college just blew me away. Listen, Muparka shows up ready. Yeah. Oh, oh, she was so That's ready. how she is. She was my trainer for a few years. She's my neighbor and she's a good friend of mine, right? So um, so yeah. <laughs> I'm not that. <laughs> right, good. I was I was sweating up in here. No, you you were great. Oh, I mean I you were nervous. great. I mean, no, 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 it was great. It's a great conversation to Was. talk about women strike out, yeah, right, and talk about why we're doing this. Why are we doing this? Because we got a big rally coming up that's nationwide now, right? It's Thirty-three cities. Thirty-three cities across this country across of this women country. coming together since the election. Since the election, and why are we doing this? Why are we getting together, Anne? Because we're going to unite against hate. Come close to the mic. Okay, how's that? Yes. Um, because we're going to unite against hate. We're not going to put up with the Nazi in the White House and a sexual predator. No, that's not going to happen. Exactly. That is not going to happen. Not as long as I'm walking and living. <laughs> <laughs> now, you're not new to this. You're not new to this struggle. You're not new to civil rights. You're not new to protests. You're not. I mean, this is in your DNA. It is. I, I have, we have a mutual friend that introduced us who sent me. A, yes. Who sent me a poem, who sent me a book of poetry. And it was this poem in there was I'm not easy to swallow, you know, and it was, it is in my heart and it's in my soul. And it is, I, I'm, I'm an activist and I can't stand social economic injustice. Yes. And I'm with you. That's why I'm signed on. So, so this is, this is how my life works. God always sends me people at the right moment at the right time. So Pamela Joyce, right. Right. Who is my blog sister. Yeah. But I knew her because I was doing radio with her at Ugly Radio with Dr. J. We were oh. part of the original Dr. J and Company group. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. So so she was on. So that's how I got to know her. And then I found out she was like this amazing chef, cook. Oh. And then I found out about her great Makes love story. Makes the best banana pudding you'll ever eat in Girl. your life, honey. Ooh. And then we're big wine drinkers together. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Like, no, we are real wine drinkers, like every single day. Yeah. So so anyway, she put a shout out saying you were looking for some women to model for this campaign. So I was like, what is this about? So she's like, oh, Babs, do it. You know, go call in. Tell her you're going to come. <laughs> so I was like, all right, Pam, I'm for you. I'm a, OK. So I reached That's out trust. to you. I know. And then you were like, sure, come. And yeah. then I get there. I'm like 10, 15 minutes late. And y'all had already started shooting. But as soon as I walked in. Because we were at one of my favorite places, the the Yale study, which is one of the coolest, swankiest places. It is. So I walked in there. And then we drank a lot after. Oh, I'm going to get to that. <laughs> I walk in and there you are because you're gorgeous. You're oh. a good looking woman. 
And you had all these women all lined up against this wall with a photographer. And y'all were already taking pictures. And you were just like, come, are you bad? Come, 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 come. <laughs> so I get in the picture. And it was just, it was so effortless. Was. Like, everybody was so on point. Oh, and the picture is so fierce. It is. It is so... These women are not here to play. This is serious. And the picture, if you want to see the picture, go on, go on Facebook and go to Women and Allies Strike Out and Protest December 12th. It is our, it is our logo picture now, and it's across the country. It's an amazing picture. I ran it in the inner city because I'm the editor-in-chief right. over the inner city, and we ran it in the paper with the, with the write-up that you provided. Um, but that was a good night. And then after... You were like, come, come, come. Let's just sit, drink, eat, talk. And I'm telling you, and I was supposed to be at another event after that. Oh. And I text people saying, I'm not coming to that event. I'm going <laughs> to stay here with Anne. Because <laughs> Anne is my new spirit sister. Because yes. you were so, I mean, it was such a wonderful night. It was. Talking about politics, talking about women, talking about where we come from, talking about this climate. So, you know, share with me um, why this means so much to you at this point in your life because you you have a storied life and an amazing career you could you could really be a woman of leisure I could and I couldn't live with myself listen if you're given privilege in any way I'm, I'm a very we're we're the same spiritual ilk right yes we go her congregationalist yes <laughs> so I do believe that to those who much is given much is expected mm -hmm. and and I could not and there there are people in this world that I love that are at great risk for increased violence and loss of civil rights and liberties. And I can't live with myself and do nothing. Mm -hmm. And I'm an old broad. <laughs> and a very good looking one. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> but you know so, what? Your age allows you, I think, at least at my yes. age allows me to sort of speak pr truth to power in a way that I, I don't know if I would have at, I mean, I think I would have at 20. I think I did at 20. But there's a different kind of self-assuredness now. It's such a good point. It's such a good point, Babs, because I was on the phone last night. Okay, so I've been organizing across the country since the day this happened. And women announced there was going to be a women's march in Washington. And I'm like, well, who can get to Washington? And there are people, women all over this country who are who are hurting from, you know, and, and women's rights are human rights because we cross every intersection. Yes. So I said... Um, I'm going to do, I, I cried, cried, cried hard because this is a sexual predator and I'm a victim of sexual assault mm -hmm. as a child. As am I. And so, see, they were connected yes. on deep levels. And I meant to tell you that the other night, but I was so engaged in the <laughs> overall conversation. <laughs> and and we like, had a few bottles of wine and latest they were my, my girlfriends. <laughs> <laughs> so I just, I felt violated all over again that first day after and I, of course, like most of the women I know, were in denial, except Pam. She said he's going to win. I went, there, girl, there's no way in the world. Well, so here we are. And I picked myself up and I said, I am not going to be a victim. I know how not to be a victim. And I'm old and I'll fight. Because, I mean, you can't not fight in, mm -hmm. this, in this climate. That seems to be, I see, that seems to be a lot of value in that because I see a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of groups rising up now, organizing yeah. all where they are, not so much trying to like take it to some bigger place, but no. where they are, people are starting to sort of organize and say, you know, we're not going to tolerate this. And you know what? 
it's not too late, Ann, you know. Yeah. He's not president yet. He's not president yet. So we'll get to that because I'll tell you what I think the hopes are here. But um, so you're talking about the difference in generations, what I've spoken out when I was young. And I did when I was young. I've been in jail. I've been I had encounters with the Klan in the South when I was doing civil rights stuff. But I, I talked to a woman last night that his, oh, we probably knew each other back in the days of civil rights. And mm-hmm. we were talking about that exact thing, different generations. And she was, um, she was organizing and in, uh, and she's African-American woman and she was in the, she's my age and she was in the Georgia and had incredible stuff happen. But we're talking about the difference in young women now. And I am so much more militant. I am so much more militant than these young women I'm talking to. And our organizers in cities across the country were the first action. And I say first, cause this is a movement. Women and I allies is a movement. Um, hope it's our last and he doesn't get in, but in our first action, they have stepped up to the plate. This is a new generation of activists that I haven't seen. I haven't seen women this angry since Roe v. Wade. Wow. That's saying a lot, right? And, and it's, and it's outrage at, at that we could have this Nazi and this pedophile, I mean, this sexual predator in the white house. And that's what got me. I mean, in my deep heart place, Mm -hmm. I cried and then I went, oh, girl, get up and do something. As Flo Kennedy said, who, who is this, I was talking about her. She's um, a black woman who um, is an, was an attorney. She died at 85. And she practically single-handedly got the abortion law changed in New York, mm-hmm. which led to Roe v. Wade. Mm-hmm. So um, she used to say, don't agonize, organize. <laughs> <laughs> She's a lot need, of other things. Oh, too. we need that. Yeah, she is, and had humor. She's six feet tall, wore this cowboy hat. She oh, was. Oh yes, I know her because you know what? We did a whole thing on her last year <gasps> in the inner city. Oh, we did a whole thing on her. A lot of these young women yes. don't know who she is. So I put post this whole stuff about her. I go, you got to know whose shoulders you're standing on here. This is really important. But see, that's the value of having this generational yes. piece, right? Yeah. Because those of us um, who who've been in this struggle a long time, we've got to talk to these young women. We got we got to tell them, listen, listen, how what you got now is was gained on the backs of women That's who right. came before you. That's exactly right. Are and they I, hearing you? Do you think? Yeah, I think I think what's happened. So this is a whole new gen. So here's the good news, because there's not much in this you know, <laughs> situation. But the good news is that we have built this whole it, this whole generation of women activists as a result of this. And they cross all lines, mm-hmm. class, color, religion, all lines. And each of those intersections are represented by our organizers. So they're not as militant as I am. (laughs) I'm mad. I'm so angry. I'm pissed off because we've done this. You want to take us back 50 years? Are you kidding me? Yeah. You know how many people have died? In fact, this woman I talked to last night who had been an early civil rights worker, um, and we figured out where we met. God, she's back in my life. I'm so grateful. But anyhow, she... A man who was who was in this in Georgia with her, and he was with SNCC, and they were um, they were getting registering black voters in Georgia. A guy comes out with a shotgun and starts firing out of this little. That's how the South is with gas stations and little grocery yeah. stores. Yeah, yeah. Starts yeah. shooting, and this man threw himself over her wow. and saved her life, and he died. Oh my God! Can yeah. you imagine living with that on your back? She. I ask her how. I mean, she she's an extraordinary woman. She's brilliant and courageous and all of that. But but see, people don't know how many people died for this. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And and yeah. there's already there's already a war against black youth in this country. Yeah. Right. And Believe so now, it or not. yeah, it's true. And so now, look what we got here. So I just got up and I went, Mm-mm, I'm doing this. I reach out to a woman in Texas. I've got on a lot of different sites that women were talking about, you know, how they felt about the election. It's, I have to say, little girl, she's not. She has two little babies. Um, she's a, a Latina who lives in Texas and in a red, red, near, you know, Bastrop County. She's organizing a march there. Said to me, come on, I'll do it with you. We didn't <laughs> even know what it was. <laughs> well, you know, when women get together. Oh, <laughs> Anything is possible. Everything is possible. Yes. So when you woke up that day, when you woke up November 9th, (laughs) as we all when the world changed, when the world changed, and I I, and I just read Michelle Obama said she went to bed that night and just said, you know what, I have to go to bed. That's what I did. Just like I'm gonna go to bed, and then maybe tomorrow when I wake up, the world won't be upside down. And truly, it was upside down. I mean, I think people were more stunned than I. I mean, I was stunned. Like, I just couldn't grasp this. You get your head around it. I couldn't either. I still can't. Well, I can't either. And here we are. I mean, honestly, I can't either. We've got, the, we've got the Obamas, okay? We have a man in the White House who is a constitutional scholar. Yes. One of the finest families you would ever And everything we would want our, our children to grow up to be. Everything we'd want them to be. And her. Yes. I mean, I would, you know, everybody wants her to run. She, if I were her, I'd run as far the other oh, way as I could I'd run. Move to the uh, Netherlands. Yeah. <laughs> After what they've had to put up with. Yes. So here we are. And and part of what that's done, because his uh, his agenda was so progressive. I mean, we got, you know, uh, legalized gay marriage. I mean, his agenda was so progressive. He could have done so much more if he didn't have a Republican House. Yeah. But and they blocked him everywhere. But so here we are. We're like, hmm, things are good. Right. I mean. They're, they're better because we have him and because he, he's what he's done to the economy and what he's done for us. And then you go to pre-Nazi Germany. I know. I mean, and you the know, Weimar I, Republic. That's I, saw, what, I saw a piece in the Times where they, where they showed, where the Times showed themselves downplaying Hitler and what he was about. Wow. Like they wrote in their paper that, you know... You know, when Hitler sort of made these references to make Germany great again, and yeah. that, and they, and they said they didn't take it serious either, right? They did like the rest of the world. Exactly. Just sort of like, okay, well, you know, this is more yeah. political, whatever. And they put it side by side, and I oh. thought, oh, I quite, didn't see that. That was That's quite good. stunning, right? That's good. I didn't. And I see think that. people are. I don't think people want to believe that part of it. I like, know. I don't think we. Because I think we think we're sophisticated and we know better. We're not going to let that happen here. Yeah. As Muslims start to have to register. Yeah. We're joining. We formed Women and Allies, which is is a movement. Because if he gets in, part of what this protest is on Monday, I just have to say, yes, it is women standing in solidarity with our allies and striking out against hate. It's also saying to the Electoral College, okay, we expect you to vote this man out. Yeah. Um. But because third, it, because it's designed to not let people like this get in. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Did I ever think I'd be sitting here thinking that some Republican would look good to me like Mitt Romney or I Kasich? <laughs> I mean, are you kidding me? No. But look what he did, though. I know. So anyhow, the third point is to put to put these Banyan and Sessions and these racist pigs I mean, one after on, another on notice. 
that if you start this, we are watching and we will be in the streets and we will protest fast. We have a network across this nation. These women are activists and they are plugged in. It's not marches in Washington. This is on city streets across the U.S. Yeah. And we're watching you. Yeah. I think you're right. I, I mean, think you're absolutely right. It's power for power's sake in a way, you know, that you have to show them that you're not going to be bullied. Yes. So when you look at this, Anne, you know, um, how far are you prepared to go? Like I said, honey, I'm old. <laughs> My husband said to me the other day, he goes, you know, you could really get hurt. I go, yeah, well, die sometime. I might as well die for something I believe in. Oh, that's powerful. I, I, I just, you know, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not going to put up with this. There's no way. And so, so we've had to convince some women who can't get permits, right? In cities, you know, you got to have a permit into March to protest, even though it's our currently our right under the Constitution that he wants to change mm-hmm. um, how to do civil disobedience. Because some of them are going to do civil disobedience and they're wow. probably going to get arrested. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they we are. Prepare for that. So we did a whole bunch of guidelines on what to do and how to do it. And we have um, somebody that's acts as our security advisor because we've been hacked. The sites have all been hacked. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm going to get off Facebook at some point because it's not secure, you know, for, as a platform. But, um, yeah, we, we, it's. Now, are you, are you stunned at the level of intensity around the hatred? Or do you think it's always been there, but it's just now coming, we're just now seeing it for what it is? Well, it wasn't just born. You know what I mean? It's Mm -hmm. always been there. I mean, that was the thing about being in the South. Like, being in the North, you know, people could pretend they weren't racist, right? Mm -hmm. People had a different view of the you know but you scratched a little under the surface and it was all right there right sexism the same way and in the south as kate millette said once a white southerner opens their mouth you know exactly what side they're on (laughs) it's good to know who the enemy is you know obama just said you know in talking about the racism that he faced in his presidency that there was just just the same amount of racism in the north Absolutely. As they were in the South. Absolutely. Which, which we knew that, right? Yeah. I don't know who thought that it wasn't. I know. You know but, I know. That's right. But now, am I stunned at the hate? I don't know when we as a people didn't lost the idea that we have to take care of each other, mm-hmm. that we're responsible for each other in this world. You know, I guess because I was um, a survivor of sexual abuse and I know that I look at a young girl on the street who's an addict or a hooker. That's a flip side of my coin. That is, that is the flip side of my coin. And I've been, you know, I, I've had, you know, drug issues. I've had lots of issues as a result of that. But I sur- I'm a survivor. So what made me survive? I don't know. What makes, what makes somebody survive? Is it somebody believes in you? Is yeah. it, you know? I get, the, I get asked all that. I get asked that question all the time. And what do you think? I, you know, I don't know. I think for the grace of God, I think... People in my path that rescued me. Me too. And just held the light on the path for me. Yeah. I really do. Because I, you know, I, you know, I was, my father raped me as a child, right? I was uh-huh. like 13. And then he started selling me for sex to people he knew. Yeah. Um, And so when I see people who have been abused and have, can't get rise above that abuse, yeah. I understand. I do too. I I get it because totally get I, I could it. be there. Like I easily, easily sh- probably that, should have been. That is the flip side of my, I had an there. aunt and an aunt, my Shar Shar. I 
called her Sharshar. Most important, um, because my mom and I had a you know difficult time because I blamed her for not protecting me. I and did too. This started. I mean, when we I was we reconciled long before she died. We did but, too. We did too. But I I carried some oh anger because I said, yeah. where were you? Why didn't you take care of me? Yeah. Well, she was she was assaulted and sexually abused by her father, my, my grandfather, who also abused me. And to face what happened to me, she would have had to face what happened to her. Mm-hmm. And what they did with her is they locked her in a mental institution. Wow. They shut you up one way or another. Wow. My mother was, you know, she was raised in the South and she had Southern grandparents and they, and their position was, well, you know, you make your bed, you lie in it. Like you don't right. get divorced. You don't, right. you don't, you don't, you just endure whatever it is because that's what it is. Right. And so, and I really, you know, it took me some years to sort of, you know, and maturing to realize that, you know, my mother did the best that she could do. That's what I decided. With the tools that she had. That's exactly what I decided. She did the best she could. Yes. And I took care of her. She was in hospice, and, and you know, for three months. And I, and I took care of her. She had cancer. I took care of her. And there was a moment of healing that was just, you know, I prayed that, I prayed that I could have one more Mother's Day with her. Mm-hmm. And I got it. And I made all her favorite foods: fresh coconut cake, baked ham, everything she loved. And she ate. And that night, we were sitting in hospice. And I looked at her, and I knew I had to do this, and it was hard. I said, "Mama, I'm sorry for all the times I made you feel less than." Mm-hmm. and made you cry and she said well annie i guess it's the same and like that it was gone yeah it was lifted yeah it was ex- yeah no it, it, it's it really, through grace honestly it I, is i remember when um when um princess diana was killed yeah. my mother was still alive my mother died right after that like a wow. month after that um a few months after that and so uh she had given me her china She's like, I want you to enjoy this China while yeah. I'm still alive, you know, because yeah. it was China she had from her wedding. Uh-huh. And uh, and I knew that was the beginning of forgiveness because we we had talked. She yeah. had always thought, um, she always thought that I thought that she didn't love me because she couldn't protect me. I mean, we made our peace with that. I, I the same she died. thing. And I'm so grateful because I don't, <sighs> you know, I don't have that. I don't have that hanging, hanging over on. my head. I feel you know the because same if way. she's dead, I can't. You know, oh. I mean, I could talk to her, but. You don't have that same opportunity. Yes. To heal. So we had we so we had we That's had good, and then we had a couple of good years. That's good. Um, That's really that good. We, we must be so grateful for. It, I am. Yeah. I truly am because yeah. she died so suddenly and unexpectedly that so I'm that glad I didn't lose that opportunity. Yeah. Yes, so. I feel the same way. I feel so, the same way. So here we are, survivors. <laughs> yes, we are. We are, and all that that means. <laughs> all that means. And so, do you think we're more uniquely qualified to sort of stay in the civil rights fight or any fight? Any fight that sort of Against lifts hate. up people out of oppression or hate or whatever. And protects their civil rights and liberties. And this thing of increased violence is really, I mean, that's what, you know, already you and I were saying. I mean, black youth are under attack. We're when losing a generation. people in the back when oh. they're running. And, and, and get and, away with and it. get away with it. What? Not one time, but yeah, several times. Absolutely. You know, so, you've got to say. So that's already happened, right? Yes. So that's already been happening. And there's not much been done about it. And so now here we are with this Nazi. I'm sorry, I have to say it. He is a Nazi in the White House. Oh, I'm with you. And I'm his not with that alt-right, band, whatever. No, alt-right is the Klan taking their hoods off. Yes. Okay, that's all yes. it is. Unmasked that's, Klansmen. Yeah, that's perfect. That's what we're going to start calling him. Yes. And the press better stop calling him alt-right, too. Yeah. I don't want to hear alt-right. There's no alt-damn right. It is. They are the Klan with the hoods off. Yes. So, um... So to be vigilant now, 
Like, I know a lot of friends that were on Facebook that got off after the election. They said, I just can't think about it. I can't. Oh, no. You get on social media and you bear witness to what he's doing so that we can act quickly and swiftly against that kind of hatred. And I can understand people feeling overload, right? I know. I I get it. But you know what? That's just what it is. You have to suck that up a little bit. Well, and if you turn that into action in small ways, like... One of the things that I think is going to come up is there's another group of women activists we're working with. We formed a couple of really good alliances, like this Spirit House. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, um, They're doing a press conference in D.C., and they're going to do this big sit-in with women who had been, older women who had been in civil rights. They're going to do a folding chairs with all these women in Philadelphia on the 16th. But anyhow, um, yeah, you do something. I think there's going to be a big campaign, let's say, between the date of our protest, the 12th, and the, between that and when the Electoral College votes, I think there are going to be a lot of actions that you can get involved in by writing a postcard to the electors and say, vote him out. Yeah. We will support any Republican candidate you put in. You know, I mean, so, to some people that feels like a betrayal of Hillary, who suffered greatly through yeah. this, suffered greatly, whatever you yeah. think. I, she, she's my girl. I like her. I love her. I'm but still with her. I am too, but... But we have to look at what, what are we willing, we're at, a, we're at a period of, do we take the Nazi yeah. or do we take somebody that, you know, I mean, are you willing to make that compromise? And that's an individual decision for women because I have a co-organizer in Boston who, who um, called after we started this, thank God for her, because she's been an activist her whole life too. And she's now one of our national organizers. And she's like, oh, hell no, I'm not settling. You know, I'm, I, this is a point in history where I'm making a stand. Mm-hmm. I get that. But I just can't bear the thought of him and his minions in there. I can't either. And, I just and can't. every day that I hear about some new appointment oh. of somebody he's inviting to oh. the to the cabinet, I, I just get sicker by the I minute. Know. And I'm thinking, so you invited everybody who was against you appointed people to these positions where they hate the very things that they are yes, going to, to oversee. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's okay. like destruction. Well, let's, look at, let's look at Sessions, okay? <laughs> Strom Thurmond, the biggest racist in the world, South Call Carolina. Call him a racist. He wouldn't vote for him in 1986 to be a federal judge because he was too racist. Not when a racist says, oh, my, oh you're yeah. too racist for me. Oh, my God. <laughs> Get the arm yourself. I'm like, hello. Hello. Oh my God! That's, I know. That, that's not even a red flag. That's the barn on fire. Yes, it is. Oh my God! So anyhow, we could get into the darkness of it because it is. It's, yes. it's a terrible place. But that's where we have to do something. We have to act. I, I personally can't read articles about him and what he's doing right now because it's so. I know it. I, it's so predictable. But other women that I'm at, that were I work with in this organization do keep up on all of that, mm-hmm. which is good. So then I just focus on activating women across the country and I just focus on telling them how to do this and that you know we kind of put together this this is a terrible expression but this sort of protest in a box so we have your picture you know <laughs> we have our banner page it's up. your picture too we all this know. picture it's a fierce but picture it is fierce but we have that ready to go that goes up we can get that up in minutes so once your Facebook pages are up with your event then we've done templates for press releases flyers um, statement of per- all this stuff. We just send it to them and they just start organizing. But they have to get a place. That's the first thing. They got to find a place mm-hmm. to do it, you know? But I think, you know, social media, for all its ills, for all its ills, because there right. are some, and I'm a big fan of social media. I'm on it all the time. Yeah. Um, this is an amazing tool. 
It is. For this day and age. It's it an is. amazing tool to rally the troops, to get information, to sharing of information. I mean, you're not like, you don't have to like mail stuff to people. Exactly. Right? That's what Remember we were, that's days, what Ruby and I envelopes That's what Ruby, Ruby Sales and I were talking about. I love this woman. I can't tell you. She's head of Spirit House DC. She is, oh, go look it up. Spirit House DC, the DC one, there's one in Philly. SpiritHouseDC.org and you'll see. It's amazing. Anyhow, we were having that same conversation. Imagine back in the day if we'd had social media. I know. And the other thing is, look how look how the redheaded devil used it, right? So what we learn from learn, learn, take that and do good with it. Mm-hmm. You know? Take that and do and so all these women. So we have all these 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 tweets that are going out now. I don't tweet. But we have all these tweets that are going out now from women, you know, in this organization, in this movement. And so we're using those tools to for good. I mean you should, because a bright bark can oh. use it. <laughs> to spread the fake news. Now, fake news is a real thing now, right? Right. Like, it's a real conversation. Real thing. Yep. And, and they are the masters of fake news. Right. So much so that the, the, the people that they play to just gobbled it up. I know. You know, and just, and would fight you tooth and nail the point that, okay, you know, this is not real news. Like, it's like wrestling. It's not real. Yeah. You like wrestling. <laughs> That's a great analogy. Like, like wrestling. Oh, no, no. Yeah, I read it. So where this guy gets a gun and goes to the place where he was told some kids were being sold for sexual favor. Right. Right. And he gets there and they're like, you know, that wasn't real news. Right. (laughs) It's not funny, but it's just like, I know it's terrifying. The level of um, how gullible people are. The culpability. But what makes, you know, that's a good question though. What makes people, you were asking me, does this hate surprise me? You know, I want to say yes, but I'm a realist in that way to say, are you kidding? I mean, I want it to surprise me, Babs. I want it to, but I don't think it does on some level. I don't know. I I'm, I think I'm just stunned Yeah. how easily people are led and they don't do their due diligence. Do you know how many incidents reported, documented incidents of violence against people of color, against Muslims, against LGBT community have happened since he was elected. I know it's up 90%. 900 that they've documented. Oh Lord. And I'm, I will tell you this. I'm, so this is my post election experience. I tutor with new Haven reads. Okay. Everybody new Haven reads, get out there and volunteer. That's something you can do for sure. And and I will say this. I read a piece that, uh, I think I read a piece in the new Haven independent, um, that said new Haven reads is really making a difference with, With um, children and their reading comprehension. Well, I tutor for them, and it's an amazing program. And I'm in love with. Well, you met one of my kids, well, his mom. Yes, you know, and you met him. Yes, he's a doll. Isn't he, darling? I remember when he was a baby. I love that. Story. Oh, you knew her? Well, I know Veronica Douglas. Who doesn't oh, know Veronica Douglas? I, I know her when she was at Channel Eight. Yeah, right? Channel Eight. And then she's now um, doing um, Adult Ed. Adult Ed. Yeah. Right. So I love her. But anyhow, so so that's one thing you can do. I'm giving a big plug to them. Um, but I'm driving there. So it's now, I tutor on Wednesdays and Mondays. So now I'm driving across the, the bridge over the highway, right by um, Willow, Blatchley, down where it uh, crosses. Yes. Right? So a bunch of high school students, mostly black students, walking across the bridge. I'm headed toward um, Cross, and they're headed the other way. This is the day after the election. A truck stops. This is bright blue Connecticut. A truck stops. These kids are laughing and, you know, just carrying on like teenagers do. And these two white guys said, you can go back to Africa now. This is Trump land. 
There were so many cars stopped. That's the good news around that around him when they heard it. I was going the opposite way. I I couldn't stop, or I would have been in his face and like in a heartbeat. But um, people did stop. But this is Connecticut. This is Alabama. I know, or Mississippi. This is or Georgia. Well, you know the Klan headquarters. I know. Meriden. I know. Go figure. Yeah, I know. So you know, I think if there is a, a silver lining in this. And I'm not calling this a silver lining yet because I don't see one. But that there's an awareness that is raised now. That somehow or other people are coming, they're waking up. Right. You know. Right. And starting to see things a little Well, these young women, I mean, and I can, and I'm telling you, there are, they are at every intersection that are these organizers are amazing. They've never done this. They stepped right up. There wasn't one hesitation. Mm. So that's good. Good morning. This is Babs Rose Ivy and you're listening to Love Babs Love Talk. And 103.5 LP FM live streamed on New Haven Independent. This is WNHH. Um, I'm talking to Ann Hartman Mazzaro, and we're talking about Women's Strike Back. Um, so what can we expect on Monday? In New Haven or across the country? Well, at, New Haven first, across the country okay. second. Well, in New Haven, since I'm a national organizer and stupidly said I would also organize New Haven, just take me out and shoot me. I mean, because you have to race to New York, don't you? No, I don't no. have to go to New York. Oh, no. okay. Because I, I was young, thinking you were going to race to New York. Our young sister organizer there, Isabella Gutierrez, this woman's a college student. She's got 4,500 people coming to her march. Whoa. She's fine. She, all right. She's fine. She'll be all right. All right. I'm not worried. <laughs> her mother is flying in, though, to be with her. Oh, well, you know, mama's got to do yes, what they do. Yes. So, um, New Haven, oh, God, I hope anybody shows up. I just haven't publicized. Thank God for Babs. Nobody know about it. No, there's a lot of women activists here who have been putting out posters and really getting the word out. Well, you got a good Facebook following of folks. Yeah, yeah. That that was proud. That was good. Yeah, that's like 2,000 people on that that thread. So everybody's going to do. So the the main thing was that the action has to be on the 12th, right? Because we want to, you know, shout out to the Electoral College. The other thing was, and I didn't care what time of the day they had it, whatever was best for their city. Talking about New York, Isabella decided to do a boycott and strike, ask for a strikeout, Mm -hmm. um, a strike of women. We didn't do it nationally because we don't have any money and we didn't have time to set up a GoFundMe page. And you can't, women can't afford to strike. So we got to have a fund that pays them. So that's, you know, that's a whole other Uh longer thing. Um, And so she's doing that. in in Houston, Aida, this woman said that it would never work in Houston, so she's doing what she's doing. Some of the some of the protests are at noon, as in New Haven on the Green, and some are in the evening. So they're all they're all really different. Some are marching, you know. Some are just it's a, a static. They're going to stand there and you know protest and have speakers. So in New Haven, what we're going to do is I love open mics. Mm-hmm. I love to hear people talk about themselves and like your radio show, right? So we're going to have an open mic where people can say why they're there. Mm -hmm. And um, they're going to talk about why they came and what this means to them, the fear they experience, the anger, whatever it is. So we'll have Mike to do that. And then um, Big Steve, do you know him? I I know him through you now. He's like this DJ extraordinaire. Oh my God. Well, I got to him through Pam. (laughs) (laughs) This is going to be the best. This is going to be the coolest protest ever. (laughs) So he played at Marvin and Pam's wedding. Oh, see, he went to he went to college with them. Okay, so I called her and said he was he was so good. I gotta get him. She said, call him. So, 
I said to him, so I talked to him and he said, well, you know, what are you thinking? And I said, he said, what is this for? He said, that's my birthday weekend. I promised my family I wouldn't do it. I said, it's Monday. He goes, what's it for? I said, to strike out against Trump's hate. He goes, I'm there. Good. I'm there. We need everybody. And he's not, and he's volunteering. So I want all of you to check him out and give him, you know, props for doing this. So I see, he said, well, what do you have in mind? I said, you know, I have to tell you how music has been so important to me through all that I've done. Me too. So I'd like to trace, I'd like to trace the, how we, how, where we are now, like in the struggle against hate, because it's not new. And, and, and so, tra- you know, track it through music. I mean, go back to, well, you can start with Marvin, right? Yeah. Go to, and then Tupac and Common. And he said, I am so with you. <laughs> he so said, this is why Ann Masara is so doggone cool. Just like Marvin <laughs> old and lady. Tupac. <laughs> I'm an old lady. <laughs> no, but music is the, is it's the soundtrack the, of our life, it right? It is. It is. So. And, it's, and it's what, yes, it is. I, I, I. You know, I, that's a really important way to look at where we are and, and the artists who, and so through any art, right, through writing, through Nikki Giovanni's poems, to, you know, through any writing or, or music or any of the art. So I thought that would be a really cool thing to do. He said, I, f- I feel you said, Marvin started him to be political. Well, now, see, Marvin was, you know, I was way back with, you know, way before that. <laughs> but... um so he's going to do it if it doesn't snow. Because I said to him yesterday, because I got him, I had a, we have no money. So I had a, I rent a stage to put, you know, he's got to be on, he can't be sitting on the ground. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so I said to him yesterday, so what are we going to do if it snows? He says to me, damn Trump, <laughs> he ruins everything. He made it snow. I said, either him or the Russians. <laughs> <laughs> well, people still show up because you know what? A little snow ain't going to hurt nobody. No. I just, and, but, People show up in the rain for stuff. And I mean, I've been to enough vigils in the rain. Yeah, so. but he said to me, water and electricity don't mix. I know they don't. <laughs> so I just, everyone just say a little prayer that we don't have a lot of snow. No, I think it'll be fine. Yeah, so that's what's happening here. Okay. I'm going to be right there. I know you will, sister. I'll be right there on the mic. I know. Talking. Yeah, you talking will be. Because I've people. asked Babs to be the, the M- not the MC spinner. But the MC, <laughs> yeah, because I don't spin records. No, but to be the MC for us, so I would be proud to have her there and I'm looking get forward people, to it. You know, juiced up, and we're making posters and signs this weekend, and banners, and Javon's coming over to my house to make some. Oh, <laughs> I know. get the babies, get the babies, I, absolutely, get the teach, babies. Teach them how to do it young. So now, have you reached out to all the press, all the press outlets? Well, we had. So what happened is that I mean, this is you know how it works. It's amazing. Somebody in New York, this little ad agency in Brooklyn, hears about us from one of the women who, this great woman, you know, heard about us, called me up and said, we'd like to take you on pro bono. No wow. charge. Get out no of here. No charge. Do you know, that's unheard of. Are you telling me? <laughs> in I, New York? Yes. I don't care how small the firm is. <laughs> yes. That's New York. It's New York with all their media contacts. I know. So they've been handling our national press. Cool. So I had an interview yesterday with, um, it was really interesting, with Dana Evans in New York Magazine. Get out. And I think she's going to run that picture of you. Whoa. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if she'd run the story, but she interviewed me. And she interviewed Isabella Gutierrez, who's our young um, organizer in New York City, because mm-hmm. she wanted a different perspective on this, right? So I kind of been mentoring. Is Isabella has it in her soul to do this, mm-hmm. and she's good. Doubts herself sometimes because there's a lot of pressure on her to do it this way, do it that way. It's New York City. I said, you stood up. You had the vision. You do I it. I will back you 100%. That's it. You do it. 
So we've, you know, she's had, she's had to compromise a lot of things. It's been good. So, um, so that might run. We have an interview with uh, Pop Sugar today. Oh, we yes. love Pop Sugar. Yep, Pop Sugar. And um, there's been interest from Huffington Post. There's good. been it. So we'll see. They're pitching it. They have the press release and we're pitching it all over the place. Good. We formed a couple of alliances that I want to get press out on that too, you know, because people now and all these young women are like, oh, they want to work with us. Oh, they're like, so I said, hey, man, wait a minute. So now you're getting asked to the dance. <laughs> <laughs> now you got to set up some criteria for who you're going to dance that's with. that's it because everybody can't Mm-mm. get in and you don't get in bed with everybody that this girl, is what this you is... so we are selective about who we work with but uh-huh. but we have an alliance with um the arts resistance in in san francisco which has a huge network they're doing a unite initiative they're bringing together um all these groups to unite under this get rid of trump you know vote him out uh-huh. and then we're going to do, um, and we're going to do an alliance with uh, um, Spirit House yes. in D.C. with Ruby Sales, who mm-hmm. I adore. And then the other one is we're calling today. There's a march in Washington the same day our action is the twelfth, uh-huh. and it's mu- Muslims and Allies unite. Oh, that's and they're, good. And they're marching on D.C. to tell them no registry. Because if they have because to register, because they haven't taken it off the table, no, nobody no. has, nobody no. that, been, that this president-elect administration no. has said, no. oh no, we're not going to do that, we're not going to detain and that's that. That's what they did with Jews. Yes, that's what they did with Jews. So if they have to register, I'm a Muslim. I'm, I'm registered. A, I'm a Muslim. Yeah, too. I'm re- and you have to prove me. You have to prove that yes, I'm not. Yes. <laughs> and so they're gonna, they're marching. So we're calling them today instead of having a separate action in D.C. on the 12th. You know, our women and allies. We'll march behind our banner with them. Okay. So, cool. so those are the kind of alliances yes. we want to form. Yes. You know, because yes. we're stronger together. That's it. We're stronger together. Well, I mean, I like seeing that. And then there's this big march, January 21st. In D.C. Right? In DC yeah. Women, yeah. women march. Yeah. yeah. I don't know much about it. I mean, I'm going, but that's what inspired me because I saw that announced. And that's what inspired me to do this, you know, to start organizing this um, women and allies strike out and protest because- who can, not everybody can travel to D.C. or big cities to go have these big no. marches. You've got to no. be able to have action at the local level, which is going to make. Listen, all politics are local. That's right. So that's what's so good about this, because we'll, you know, until we get this, you know, we're the next thing. The first hundred days are critical. So after this action, if, it, if the Electoral College doesn't do the right thing, we're going after Banyan and Sessions. Yeah, we're you going after to. them. And, we but then to. we'll also be able to look at local levels. So say a woman in Texas says. We got this really bad phone down here. We've got to be able to. Oh, can't cuss. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Lucy. Sorry, Lucy. Lucy's like, I'm going to have oh, to go I'm back sorry. and wash that out. <laughs> wash it out. I'm sorry. So we got this bad stuff going on down here. So we can identify local issues, right? Yes. And address it as a nationwide, as a nationwide organization of mm-hmm. activists. So we can get on that. You know, and get action or or act nationally. Okay. So, okay, I like that's good. Yeah, that's, right. That's I think it is. That's good. That's good. People keep saying, "Well, what's next?" I don't know. I mean, I dreamed this up. Like, we go, we coloring as we go yes, along. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like you know, we know we know the civil rights path, but this is a different kind of oh, thing. Yeah. But the, the but the the steps, you know, the tools are useful. The tools are still very useful right. and valuable, right. as we've seen with the folks at the the pipeline protest. Exactly, and how people stood. I mean, 
those folks was ready to just camp out through the winter. I know. And that's, you know, that's a put your life on, on the, the line. line. That's definitely put your life on but the line. But, they, you know, they, they stood their ground. You, if I were the mother of a young black son and he were, and I had to give him that talk, that's not putting your life on the line to go out and drive a car, have a cop stop you. I mean, you know. That's a, listen, I have sons. See? And and I have Veronica daughters, too. Veronica and I have talked about this. And, and you have to, no, no, no other mother has to no, tell their sons. that's right. When you go out. And you're stopped by the police. You know, these are things you have to do because we want you to come home. Because there are so many kids who are not going to come home. Exactly. And that's real. That's real talk. And I I remember I remember um, um, saying this to, to, to somebody white and they just couldn't believe it. They just thought in their minds that we were just over exaggerating. Right. Like, yeah, right. You know, you just. You know, really can't, it can't really, the police aren't like that. You know, your kid must be doing something, but you know, now the, the light of day has been shown on this and And black lives matters had a a lot to do with that. A lot to do, a lot to do with that. I really, I mean, they are definitely an ally for us Yes, and I, we will support any, we will support any, another organization started by women. Yes. (laughs) Yes, exactly. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to hate on men. I'm just saying. No, it's not about stuff hating needs to on get men. Done, it's, yeah. When st- you know, when yes, stuff needs to get done, step women, up. women just go do it. Um, I was going to, oh, and we were talking about music. I wanted to say this to you when we were talking about, you know, black males and their, the threat of their lives on the streets. Um, there's an old song. I know you know this because we talked about it. Um, there's a group called Sweet Honey and the Rock. Yes. They're a, a group of African-American women that sing a cappella. They've been yes. around for a long and they've, time. And they periodically show up in New Haven. Yeah, they, they've done concerts in New York and they've showed up around. So they have, so Nikki, who was there when her daughter Samaj was little, I gave her the set of theirs for, Samaj is now out of college and grown up, but <laughs> Lord, I gave her the set of their, you know, her records. But there's a song that they do that I want you all to go listen to. Um, on YouTube, it's called Ella's Song, and yes, Ella, that's my favorite mine song too. She was an early organizer and teacher. Yes, and there's a line in there, you know, that says, "When the deaths of black mothers' sons matter as much as the death of a white mother's sons," and that's back in that's 1970s. Right. For those of for those of us who love freedom, we cannot rest. We cannot rest. Cannot rest. I cannot rest. And so every time I get weary, I, I go I back. I put that on. I do. I go I do back too. to Sweet Honey and the Rock. I do too. It inspires me yes. a great deal. Because I, yeah. you know, you need you need to be shoring up yeah. for the for the days ahead. And, and the other line is, I don't need the light to be shining on me. Right. It's these young people that will lead us through the gale. Yeah. You know, lead us through the storm. And yeah. I also believe that. Yeah, and I think millennials are stepping up. Well. Yes, it's, they're stepping up. Put yeah. your games down, people, and uh, get in the and get get on. Put your boots on the ground because no, this is re- this is real talk. I mean, who who? Oh, we got about four minutes, Lucy. <laughs> I see you. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, your biggest dream for all of this? Oh my gosh, how many years out? <laughs> A year out. The biggest dream. <sighs> A year out. Next month, he's not our president. Mm-hmm. He is not our president. Um, he's gone, and all of his hate mongers are gone. Yeah, People want them out, and they get them out. That's my one first dream. Then the second thing is that we start to get more women in politics, mm-hmm. and that that House and Senate is not so red. Yeah. But, you know, it's interesting, because, you know, women cross all these lines. So we were talking about... 
we're doing, uh, we have a website going up. It'll be womenandallies.org. And the woman, one of the women who's doing it is going to do a map of where we have activists around the country, right? Just, she was going to put blue dots. They said, I don't want blue. And I don't want red. Because I want some of those Republican women on our side. I want them to understand what they did and what they Shared destiny. Oh, please. We've got to get back so to shared destiny. So we're making the dots purple. I like purple. <laughs> Listen, who don't like Prince? <laughs> oh, my man. Oh. <coughs> Who doesn't like Prince? So, so that's my so that's sort of the next thing is that we've got to really start changing this around, and the progressive agenda has to be and yeah has to be from the forefront again. And I think as people begin to realize that oh, President Obama, Mister President, was one of the best presidents this country has ever seen, and history will will, will be show kind, that that's right will be um, yeah. quite favorable and flattering to him. Of course, you know. Look so. It's uh, it's it's uh, what December seventh? What is it? What is today? December tenth, ninth? What is it? Eighth, eighth, ninth. Oh no! All I know is Monday's Monday's the twelfth, December ninth. So we're a month. It's been a month since the election. How are you feeling? Because I've been active, Uh I feel better because I'm doing something. Okay. Because I'm doing something. If I weren't, I would be. I'd be sitting there with a bottle of the brown liquor. be sitting right there yes. with you <laughs> i mean i would i i couldn't sit and do i couldn't do i can't you know i mean and it is this next generation i have a niece and nephew who grew up in inner city baltimore uh-huh. i'm driving down the highway with her, her her graduation i was taking her on a trip and we're driving down the highway and a cop has pulled over a car with two young black men in it she said auntie ann pull over with my niece and i said why she said we're gonna watch we're gonna sit there until he, they leave Cop said to us, what are you doing here? She says, we're just watching. She, he said, I want you to leave. He said, she said, we'll leave when they leave. See, that's what it takes. That's, that's what it takes. That's what an ally is. Yes. They de-posted yes. that article about the difference between, you know, actors and allies and, you know, and, and that's what an ally is. That's what you do. Yes. You step up. You give, money, you give money to Black Lives Matter. You step up and you do this stuff. That's a good way to end this. <laughs> Allies. You know what an ally is? It's to stand in the gaps. That's it. And don't be moved. That's but right. Stand in the gaps. Thank you, Ann Mazzaro. Love you, Babs. Oh, <laughs> you are my spirit we sister. We are going to have a long, long <laughs> Oh, we're going to have a long history. Ooh, this is the beginning of a beautiful it friendship. It is indeed. I see many <laughs> bottles of brown liquor and white, red wine. <laughs> but thank you for having me. Thank I'm you really for coming grateful. out. I really enjoy really talking to you. Really I do. do. Too. All right, Lucy. Thank you very much. And Harry, thank you for standing in. Producer in training. All right, it's Friday. My jam is on. Thank you. See y'all later.